Welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Missy B. London. I am your host, Missy B. London, and I'm going to be talking about something that has been in the news recently. Yes, I took my time to do this episode because I was very busy recently as well. And I thought, let me take a step back because while everything is hot, take a step back, reflect on things more information might come to light as well so yeah a couple of days later i'm coming with this episode and i guess you all know it has to be about liam nielsen you saw in the title yes liam nielsen what he said in his recent interview talking about his new movie coming out which has been delayed now because of the controversial words that he said in the interview Liam Nielsen, he is 66 years old, born in Northern Ireland, blah, 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 blah. Been in many movies, there's an OBE as well, starred in Star Wars. And Taken, must admit, I've never really watched the Taken franchise because I've not got time for it. So be it. And my opinion on Mr. Liam Nielsen right now yeah i've counseled him now i'm not really liking him anymore but i wasn't really a big fan of him in the first place anyway so so be it we all heard what he said about black people yes it was bad what happened to his friends and the way he had those thoughts and he said those thoughts as well that just shows his true intention towards people of color i will say at that time because the incident happened many many years ago as well but the fact that you're bringing it out now and the way how you're saying it now and i'm guessing you reflected on what your actions was afterwards it's still making giving you making me give you that side eye so to say yes in the interview like i said he said how his friend he found that his friend got raped by somebody he asked his friend a couple of questions He asked a friend, did you know who he was? The person said no. That was the first question. Second question, what colour were they? Yes, that was the second question. So he already had bad thoughts on people of colour anyway to be asking that question. And to be asking that question again, he was just preempting what he would do next. Because if he wasn't fussed about the colour, you will say like, what kind of person were they? Have you seen that person before? Not what colour were they? What colour were they? Next question, what colour were they? Hey, you know what? I know things were different back in the days when this happened compared to now. But still, what colour were they? Because you was already amped up because you just couldn't wait to hear that it was a black person. Then you can say all these other things afterwards. And it's like, wow, is this really what you was thinking? And how he was so angry, not in his words, but that he wanted to be attacked by a black person. He didn't say person, a black B a s t a r d that word that's how we refer to a black person how we want to walk around and be attacked by that person and he's ready for them he has a kosh a kosh yes another word that i didn't really know meant but a kosh is a thick heavy stick 
or a bar used as a weapon so he would have sorted any black person that he saw with a kosh no matter who they are could be an innocent person actually it would have been an innocent person because he doesn't even know them and he wants to do that to somebody because he's thinking that badness in his head oh my gosh anybody anybody not the attacker but any black person he would have attacked them but he wanted to be provoked first so he can say like oh it was self-defense if something did happen he was walking around with a kosh for one week one week my gosh <laughs> yeah i i literally i'm i i didn't think i was angry about this you know but now i'm letting it out and it's like i am kind of angry about it walking around for one week so you already had your intentions for one week it wasn't like a little thought you had in your head and then you thought let me let it go no you walked around with a kosh a kosh a weapon shall i say for one week hoping that some black person an innocent person will come up to you and attack you or will just come up to you actually and then you can attack them oh my days (laughs) liam 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 i literally literally you know what it's good that this came out it's come out in a bad way but it's come out now i see your intentions i see how you think and everything yes it was a past event but you still said it even to this point in time because you still remembered it yes i must admit as well his movies are along the lines of you know getting revenge on something that's happened to his character so to say like the taken when his family members get kidnapped and he has to go and get them and get revenge on the people that kidnapped them yes i know the plot of taken i've not watched taken because i've not got time for it but those are the plots of the movies he seems to be in many movies when like revenge is taking place apart from star wars and another movie that i said but i don't remember but yeah yeah (laughs) i've got a laugh yet to calm myself down literally (laughs) walking around with a weapon to attack a innocent black person because you feel angry my gosh literally so you can just do what you want yeah because you're white is that what you're trying to say you can do what you want because you're white i was trying to be i was i was hoping to be like diplomatic in this episode but you know what i'm just keeping it real this is my opinion right now and another thing as well about this interview a (laughs) somebody else that wants to give their feedback on this interview his name is called his name is called john barnes he is a british football player he is British slash Jamaican born. Well, actually, I would say he's born in he was born in Jamaica, but came over here to the UK. Yes, I'm a UK person and everything. But yeah, he's here defending Liam Nielsen. Oh my day, saying that he deserves a medal, saying how cause liam nielsen admitted it it's okay no it's not okay and then john barnes is defending liam nielsen as well what john barnes is liam putting some money in your pocket or something because how you defend this man so much yeah but when it comes to your people 
where are you but you're defending this man the man had proper intent intent to hit someone to physically hurt somebody but yeah it's okay because he admits it yes he didn't do it but he admitted it the fact that he had the weapon on him for a week with intention to do something for one week yeah not even one day but for one week and everything john barnes you're saying that it's okay he deserves a medal because he admitted it it's okay no it's not okay yes there's other people doing badness and all that thing as well but john barnes how can you defend liam nielsen literally how can you defend liam nielsen oh my gosh and then when john barnes got interviewed by the news reporter on sky news the news reporter was trying to compare liam nielsen to winston churchill and we all know about racist winston churchill and everything and and again john barnes is defending liam nielsen saying that liam nielsen is race is not racist you know what whatever whether liam nielsen is racist or not he said what he said he's well had intent to do what he wanted to do so to say john barnes he defended liam nielsen too much in this interview how can you say he deserves a medal like what is wrong with you you know what at the end at the end of my after after oh my i'm trying to talk right now and i can't even talk after my episode or after this episode you're gonna hear the full interview with john barnes you're gonna hear the clip of liam nielsen saying what he did just to clarify what i'm saying and everything as well to back up what i'm saying because you want to hear the evidence don't you that's why i thought i put the evidence in this episode as well but i ain't happy with john barnes either john barnes i literally can't believe you're defending liam nielsen because he didn't do it because he admitted it he should get a medal shut up i literally can't believe he's saying that and he john barnes was getting all (laughs) he's getting all what is that word aggressive not aggressive but getting irate defending liam even more while he's getting the interview done on this tv and it's like (sighs) you got passion for liam but what about anything else literally anything else Liam, what was you thinking? Liam, you know what? I don't really, I wouldn't say, it's bad to say, but I don't care if you're racist or not, but you proved you are by what you've said. And I'm not happy with that either, but you know what? So be it. Watch your back. And that is not a threat here. That's like a normal, generalized, say, that's like a normal, generalized, (laughs) a nice little warning to you, Liam Nielsen, because you've angered a lot of people right now. You can try and go back on yourself and saying i didn't mean to say what i said but you said it you had the attempt one week you're trying to <laughs> i can't even compose myself right now for real you know for real like i said i was trying i was trying to be diplomatic with this episode but i think i should have gave it more time because i thought i was not say i was okay but I would have been di- diplomatic towards Liam Nielsen. But yeah, it's not working to plan. And John Barnes has kind of angered me a little bit more as well because he's defending Liam Nielsen. It's like, what, are you two buddies? Are you two friends or something? What's going on here? Oh, my days. You know what? I want to hear you guys' views on what Liam Nielsen said. 
was you i don't know just just give me your views i was gonna say was you happy with what he said but that's not even that's not the point right now what do you think of liam nielsen yes he might have admitted a fact or the truth but his intent was real um if if he didn't act on his thoughts then mm, but he did he acted on his anger he acted with hatred towards black people can you imagine if he actually did what he said he wanted to do yeah i'm just being quiet now because i'm just i'm still thinking about this situation right now ah i literally yeah i really don't want to don't know what else to say about him right now you know for real well i've got nothing good to say about liam nielsen at all i've got nothing good to say about john barnes at all nothing good It, it shouldn't be I shouldn't admit the fact that I've said that, but I'm being true. But I don't mean any badness toward them, but I'm just saying that I'm not favouring them much right now. Yeah, that is all I can say. This might seem like a... What is what is this girl on right now? But you know what? I've let it out. I'm done. After this, like I've said, you'll hear the interviews you will hear what both the men have said especially liam nielsen and especially john barnes as well saying about he deserves a medal i literally what was you thinking every time i say the medal thing it just it just winds me up literally it literally winds me up that how can he deserve a medal what was you thinking to say that oh yeah yeah you know what I'm going to end this right here, yeah? Like I said, stay tuned to hear the interviews and come back again tomorrow to hear another episode from myself, Missy B. London. Yeah, I'm going to go right now. Here is what Liam Nielsen said. I'll tell you a story. This is true. I'm not going to use any names, but I was away and I came back and she told me she had been raped, but she handled the situation of the rape in the most extraordinary way. But my immediate reaction was, I asked, did, they, did she know who it was? No. What color were they? She said it was a black person. I went up and down areas with a cosh, hoping I'd be uh, approached by somebody. I'm ashamed to say that. And I did it for maybe a week, hoping some black would come out of a pub and have a go at me about something, you know, so that I could kill him. And it, was, it took me a week, maybe a week and a half to kind of go for that. And she said to me, where are you going? I said, I'm just going out for a walk, you know. Said, What's wrong? No, no, nothing's wrong. Fine. And it was horrible, horrible when I think back. But I did that. And I've never admitted that to it. I'm saying it to a journalist. God forbid. Holy s***. It's awful. But I did learn a lesson from it when I eventually thought, what the f*** are you doing, you know? And I can't.
come from a society I grew up in Northern Ireland and the Troubles and I, you know I I knew a couple of guys that died on Humber Strike and I had acquaintances that were very caught up in the Troubles and I understand that need for revenge but it just leads to more revenge and more killing and more killing and you know Ireland, Northern Ireland's proof of that you know all, all the stuff that's happening in the world at the minute, the violence is proof of that, you know. So it's, uh, yeah, primal need, I, I understand, you, you know. relate to that. And here is the bit when John Barnes is saying that Liam Nielsen deserves a medal in this interview. I believe that Liam Neeson deserves a medal, and I'll tell you why. Liam Neeson was talking about his, his film Revenge, and he's talking about revenge doesn't do anyone any good. He mentions the fact that being brought up in Northern Ireland, he understands how destructive that can be. He went on to tell a story of a situation where a friend of his had been raped. Now, if you listen to everything he's talking about, he's talking about in the moment, and you can't blame Liam, Liam Neeson for thinking what he feels, because this is what, and this is a while ago, this is what society has shown him that black people do, Muslims do, this is what society has wrongly shown him, this is what the media have wrongly portrayed to him. So, in that moment, he said for a week, he was going around looking to, to, to kill a black person, or a black, and he did that in quotation marks. Now, what he actually went on to say is that he was ashamed and horrified by the way he felt. We have people who have been doing it and keeping it quiet for 20 years, but as long as you don't admit it, then we think everything is okay. You may accuse me of being a tad cynical for saying this, but we are, uh, as a sideline to this, we are talking about the film. So there's some global publicity that's been generated. You get the sense from listening to what he's saying, it's almost a stream of consciousness. He, he's been led to a place he didn't particularly plan on Absolutely going not. to. But that's just not, my not instinct. From, that's Maybe not from that's Liam point But the effect is to have How could publicity that be from for the film's point of view. People are talking about Liam Neeson never working again. You think he's done this because he wants to promote a film. Absolutely not. We're now talking about Liam Neeson never working again, boycotting his films, and in terms of what the perception people are going to have of him, and you think he did this on purpose? Absolutely not. So this is the interview with John Barnes on Sky News talking about what Liam Neeson said. Welcome to you. Um, was this somebody been incredibly candid about an awful moment in their life, or is this beyond the pale? Well, first of all, I just wanted to give me a few minutes, because I believe that Liam Neeson deserves a medal, and I'll tell you why. Liam Neeson, I've listened to the whole, I've listened to the whole transcript. Liam Neeson was talking about his, his film Revenge, and he's talking about revenge doesn't do anyone any good. He mentions the fact that being brought up in Northern Ireland, he understands how destructive that can be. He went on to tell a story of a situation where a friend of his had been raped. Now, if you listen to everything he's talking about, he's talking about in the moment, and you can't blame Liam, Liam Neeson for thinking what he feels, because this is what, and this is a while ago, this is what society has shown him that black people do, Muslims do, this is what society has wrongly shown him, this is what the media have wrongly portrayed to him. So, in that moment, he said for a week, he was going around looking to, to, to kill a black person or a black, and he did that in quotation marks. Now, what he actually went on to say is that he was ashamed and horrified by the way he felt. Yes? He's not ashamed and horrified and wanting to commit the, the act of revenge. He's ashamed and horrified because that is what he thought about all black people. After a week, he realized he was wrong. That is what he said. I'm ashamed and horrified of the way I felt. Now, depending on how you want to spin this story, now it's about he was going to kill a black person. We, we want to ventilate that is not what I, 
I say we that want is to ventilate it and think about what? it. We don't want to spin it. I beg your pardon? I say we don't want to not, spin it. We want not, to think not, about not, it and ventilate it. It's an important subject. No, no, no. It ha no, no, no. No, it's been spun. It's been spun because if you want to think about what he's actually saying, the context, which is why he then said to the lady, he said to the lady in his voice, I, um, I, I'm, I've got a particular set of skills if you don't report this in the way that it is meant. Now we're talking about and he threatened to kill the woman. What he's actually saying is that he's horrified and ashamed of the way he felt. He went on to say that. That is exactly what he went on to say, which meant that he was ashamed of the way he felt, but you cannot blame him for thinking that, because I said earlier, with the whole Raheem Sterling talking about the influence the media has, you cannot blame people for thinking Muslims, because of Muslim grooming gangs, Jamaican Yali gangs, then look at Muslims and Jamaicans in a negative light, and he's admitting that that is the way he viewed it. So, for this one black person who raped this woman, he then looked at it from the perspective of all black people are racists. Now, what he's actually saying is that this is what I thought, this is what I saw, and I I'm ashamed and horrified and after a week I said to myself what am I doing that is the, that is the reality behind it as much as people are now jumping on this bandwagon of how terrible it is what he's done he's come out and he's told the truth now the big problem we have is when people are afraid to admit the way they actually feel everybody's now gonna say oh if he had said I'm more respect for him now than had he come out and said I viewed all black people as equal I just view everybody as equal what he said was for a week because of the stress I was under when my friend was raped by a black person and because of what the narrative around black people and Muslims, and this is many years ago, surrounding the perception we have of them, I then wanted to kill every black person because as far as I'm concerned, as I was taught, black people are racist. He said he was horrified and ashamed for thinking that, but that is not the story we're telling. We now want him to be pilloried, we want us to never let him work again. People are now going to be afraid to tell the truth on how they feel. And I always say, we are all unconscious racists. And he said unconsciously for a week and a half, that's how he felt. We have people who've been doing it and keeping it quiet for 20 years, but as long as you don't admit it, then we think everything is okay. Now the big problem we have is this witch hunt is now going to stop the process of people now, as in Rwanda, keep talking about a truth and reconciliation. Let's hold our hands up and say, I'm unconsciously racist. Don't blame me. This is what I've been wrongly told, which is what he's been said. And he's ashamed and embarrassed by it. So why has he been pilloried for it? There's so much going on there, isn't there? I mean, it's important, as you say, to see the context of the whole thing, not just look at the 15-second soundbite, see the context of the whole thing, try and appreciate the nuance. And in a sense, that idea of sharing thoughtfully, very candidly, a stream of consciousness, as you say, if we want to ventilate sensitive issues around race, then people have to be given the opportunity to do that. Others will say, now hang on a minute, the 15-second soundbite is all that people actually will hear, and therefore, as a civilised society, it behoves people to react strongly, to think about... Okay, you'll see this on Twitter, and you'll see this on Twitter, won't you? People saying, take away Absolutely. his OBE, boycott his films, etc. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's take down the statue of Winston Churchill, who is a white supremacist and a mass murderer. He's a white supremacist, and let's talk well, about him talking just, about the superior, the superiority Robert, of the Aryan race. John, John Barnes, I've just finished the Andrew Roberts, the excellent Andrew Roberts biography of Winston Churchill, uh, where it's unequivocal. Yeah. I mean, you know, he held the views of his age, didn't he? Um, does it make him a less important being? And so did Liam Neeson. And is Liam Neeson any different? Liam Neeson, he held the view of not only his age, the age that is actually happening now. So what's the difference? How is William Churchill a hero when he spoke about, he believes in, in, in gassing the lesser races? But he's a hero, and when Liam Neeson comes out and he admits that he was wrong in what he did, whereas Winston Church would never admit he was wrong, never, and he still, if he was alive now, he would still believe in the superiority of, of, of the Aryan race. But Liam Neeson, someone who admits that after a week and a half of thinking what he thought, he was wrong, which, well, is, which is fine as far as I'm concerned, we're now, okay. we're now um, we're pillaring him.
Okay, what we, I suppose what we can't do, I mean, the, the, the Winston Churchill thing is, is, a, is a digression, isn't it? What we can't do is judge it's not historical figures, it's it's judge historical the figures by the morality of today. That becomes problematic, no, doesn't no, it? But, well, exactly, but, but, no, but you can't judge what happened 30 years ago. You can't judge Liam Neeson 30 years ago in terms of the way he actually thought, because you're not saying this is what he felt last week. He's talking about a long time ago, the, and he said after a week, he was horrified and ashamed in terms of what he felt. Well, one thing we can say with conviction, and you may accuse me of being a tad cynical for saying this, but we are... Uh, as a sideline to this, we are talking about the film, so there's some global publicity that's been generated. You get the sense from listening to what he's saying, it's almost a stream of consciousness. He's been led to a place he didn't particularly plan on Absolutely going not. to, but that's just that's my not instinct. From, that's Maybe not that's from too. But the effect is to have How could that publicity be from for the film's point of view. People are talking about Liam Neeson never working again. You think he's done this because he wants to promote a film? Absolutely not. We're now talking about Liam Neeson never working again, boycotting his films, and in terms of what the perception people are going to have of him, and you think he did this on purpose? Absolutely not. Not from his perspective, maybe from the perspective of the filmmakers or that interview, the woman who gave that interview, and then to suggest, as I saw on television, the fact that when he gave his joke about, I've got a particular set of skills and I will find you, and we're having people, sensible, intelligent people now saying, oh, I really believe that he threatened to kill her, and that's supposed to be taken seriously. This is the influence that the media has in if they want a particular perception, and this is what has been done to black people for hundreds of years, the perception we may have of a particular group of people, and the perception we now have of Liam Neeson, based on something, from my perspective, it's positive. And he should be applauded for saying, yes, I was an unconscious racist, and after a week I realized that I was horrified that I was. And people are going to be afraid of admitting it now because of what's happened to Liam Neeson. You can also find me on social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Just put in the name Talks With Me CB London. That's all you got to do to connect with me, engage with me, contact me. Yes.